You are now tuned into the Nail Tell Show. Nail Tell on everything. Hey, hey girl, hey. Chanel. So today we are talking about, and I'm in a much anticipated show today, um, we can be dangerous when the me is forgotten, basically. Okay. That's right. Such a big topic. But first of all, I just have to say thank you to everyone who listened to Think Luxury. You can handle it. We got so many views, so many listens on that episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we did. We are going to keep on telling you guys and asking you guys because we know you guys are listening. Please. We want to know who you are. Yep. Please let us know who you are. You know, give us feedback. Let us know what you think. You yes. know, but we, we see you. We, we see y'all. And yes. we appreciate y'all, okay? Truly, <laughs> truly, truly, truly. Yes. Leave us a good, good review if you want to. Just anything to let us know, um, you know, so we can put a name to a listener. Yes. What have you. Yes. But Chantel, this episode is all about how sometimes the me gets unnoticed or the me becomes invisible to the we. Yep. And, you know, this does not, uh, this isn't just concentrated on, you know, the workplace. This is in every avenue where a social setting, where people are involved, this, this goes for that. Okay, so it doesn't matter if you're in the workplace, it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship, it doesn't matter if you're in a friend setting, you know, you, you, you're playing tennis, it don't matter. It goes for all of it. Yeah, where there's a person involved, this tends to be a thing. So let's, you know, let's unpack this, shall we, Chantel? Let's go ahead and do it. Go I ahead. mean, I think it's quite obvious the analogy that we used um, in our newsletter yesterday, which was, and you uh, wrote this, um, was remember a time in school in which, of course, you know, you were assigned a school project and the dread that came with that because you knew, and as always, as time has shown, um, that there's always a slacker in the group. Mm-hmm. Or if there's not a slacker in the group, there's one who um, takes all the credit for all the work. So oh, those yeah. two are vicious character types when it comes to group work, okay? And this whole dynamic, you see, it starts at such a young age, you know, and being in school. But this does not stop just in, and uh, in, 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 you know, in the school years and, in in, in, you know, during that. It happens throughout the workplace, relationships, the whole bit, just like you uh, alluded to. So um, what can we do in these situations? How can we avoid um, not seeing the invisible me? And I think the first step is first being open to the conversation and open to the feedback of your behaviors um, that you may have, you know, because I feel like in a work setting, the we... Um, is a taught culture, okay? Mm. A taught culture because we're always talking about inclusivity. We're always talking about the we are one team, all of that, um, which is great in essence, right? But sometimes it can be overkill and it's oversaturation when you think about the individual, especially if um, 
you know, what they're doing is not being recognized and, you know, uh, by, by the other team members. Mm. Even if at the, the higher level, if you're presenting to uh, higher officials, this we, this is what we came up with. If there's no um, knowledge of that at the micro level against the team and everybody else knows who is doing what, then there's a problem, right? Right. Problem. Um, so how do we combat that? Honestly, you have to you have to set the tone. You have to set it. You have to be vocal about it and you have to be clear about what you need and what you need to happen as far as not being unrecognized. Like, you know, if I'm in a group project, I'm making sure, okay, Kathy is doing this. Kathy, what's your time frame? <laughs> no, that's right. Susan is doing this. Susan, what's your time frame? I am doing this, and this is my time frame. If we don't meet those time frames, then that Friday, I'm calling Susan and Kathy on each one of their parts. And then if something's going missing, then we can go ahead and revisit and see if we need to change parts altogether. But that needs to be first in order. So when you work in, when you work in these jobs and you work in, you know, these relationships, you need to make sure that being said, period. Oh, come on, Chanel. That was, that was well said. I love that. Thank you. Because then you're able to pinpoint, you're better able to pinpoint if there's a lack or the need, you're able to spot where it's at, what direction it's coming from, whether it's Susie or Amy or whoever. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. Yes. Love that. And furthermore, um, to get a little bit more intimate, you know, I'm in this relationship, but there's certain things I need to happen for me, right? So mm. if I know, okay, Chanel needs time on Fridays for self-care, you know, I don't need Paul to come in and say, you know, every Friday you're going to pull on me. Knowing that's a need and that's that's been established when I bought, when I came to the table. Yep. And so that's something for me. So if I begin to be pulled now, uh, don't get me wrong, it's a give and take in relationship. So there is a compromise. I'm not saying that. I'm saying every Friday, Paul got something I have to do for him. Something he want me to do instead of what I already established is a necessity for me. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I pick Friday specifically because that's my open day where I can go ahead and do what I need to do. Yep. And you just pulling and pulling and, and asking and asking every week. So what do you think that's what's going to be? I'm going yep. to start to be resentful of this here relationship because you keep pulling me. And now I'm I'm forgetting about my needs. Yep. And I can't cater to because it's 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 some things we do out of habit. Yep. Yep. And then what people fail to realize yeah. is if if I can't cater to the me, I can't be here or present for the we. How Absolutely. about that? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So not only in the setting of when the, you know, when the, the, you know, the damage of we, when the me is not identified, how about how, when I, when the me is not um, set in stone, I can't even show up for a we. 
I can't even show up in this relationship and be mm. my best self because I can't take care of me. I'm mm. not allowing that time to be set aside for my self-care and what I need to function as an individual to show up for you in this relationship. Absolutely. So it, there is some type, it, it, it is a duality there that most people kind of forget. And I tell you this, one of the things that drive people away from these companies is in a, and in a brand, the number one reason people leave is value, okay? Mm. If you stop seeing their value, they're going out the door. Yeah. And, you know, right behind that, if not the first one is purpose. If there's no sense of purpose, I don't know how y'all doing this stuff that you're doing, working for these other companies. You know yep. what I mean? It's, if, if, if there's no purpose, that's number one. But then value, okay? Those two might be neck and neck or one above the other. I don't know. We have to put that on another topic, okay? Purpose and value. But anyhow, the value aspect of it, if what I'm doing, you can't see that it is bringing something essential to this team, that it's not being recognized, then I need to go ahead and get my efforts applauded somewhere else. Come on. Okay? If I'm always under the shadows of this we and I'm never recognized for the efforts that I'm doing, because listen, some of the stuff y'all doing, these projects that you undertaking, it's a lot, okay? And some of it is not a part of the job function, okay? They you're putting your, your, your end and be all in it and then you don't get recognized, that is a form of abuse. It is. It is. And it's a form of control, too. Yep. It's no, absolutely. Of, it's a form of control, too, because you letting me know that you can continually, because you are my superior or you want in the limelight, you just going to take everything. You just going to suck, suck, suck all my stuff up. Soak all my stuff up, all my ideas and everything. And it's it's and, and it's it's controlled at the end of the day. So yeah, and I think one of the 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 roots of that is this: there can be some type of, um, and this is what happens in the workplace, and it's it's horrible. Um, people are trying to climb the ladder, and you know, and seeking to climb a ladder, especially if you have to, a, a team that you're building. Um, sometimes, and people trying to climb they don't know they can be putting somebody else down. Come on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. You, you have a desire or your need, your innate need is to rise to the top. But in doing so, you're kicking the dust under somebody else. Yep. So you have to find a way. You got to get it in your mind to first, again, like being open to the feedback and being coachable to say, hey, man, I, I've been guilty of that. Let me try to create some balance because some things of course your supervisor is going to you know get the the credit for it. that's that's what happens a part of being under somebody and that's just what it is but in doing that you've got to create some type of balance where the visibility and then the the value is is, is also shown to be appreciated you know what i mean that yeah yeah because you never want it because while you climbing the ladder somebody got to take your spot yeah and so because of that, you yes. want to make sure that that one that has been covering you, because it is initially a covering, right? Yep. But that person has been covering you, giving you more insight and giving you more, um, giving you more uh, solutions to, 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 to these problems or, or what have you, that they can be able, that you can speak to it and say, oh, well, you know, so-and-so, let me tell you how they've contributed to this. 
this is being done, this is being done. So when it's time for that space to be covered, they already say, oh, well, so-and-so. Yeah, you know, exactly. She contributed in this way, this way, this way. And you have been so vocal about her contributing in this way, this way. It's a no-brainer. Yep. yep. And they're not thinking about nobody else. Yep. So I know when I know you're not doing your job as a superior when they got to go external. Yep. Oh, come on, Chanel. Yep. When they got to go external, they should be having me in their mind as soon as they put that two weeks in or as soon as they say, okay, Kathy, you're going to the top now. They already know. They have you in mind because you kept me in, in their mind. Yep. Yep. So they yep. ain't got to go external. They're going to the next thing. Yep. You, you should be able, that, that's that call that backfill. Yep. That's what needs to be happening. That should be the approach. But because we live in a society where it's dog eat dog, Yep. They forget about the person that's right under, you know, right on the same team. Yep. And it's always about, oh, well, she has to apply for the position. Don't you hate that? She yeah, has oh, to yeah. apply for it. No, I should naturally have it because I was in line and being prepped for this. Yep. And that's an era as, as part of the whole training thing that I think companies have to do better at. Yeah. Because they don't, they, they see the function heads and they see what they're doing, but they don't see the ones that's underneath. Nope. And so then, you know, oh, she has to apply. That puts a bad taste in somebody's mouth. Now I got to apply for a position that I've been doing. Yep. And then what yep. happens? They end up leaving. Yep. Because you you've been tested. Yeah, yeah, you've been tested and tried in the position that you went for the next yep. already. Yep. And if yep. people got sense there, see that already. Yep. Absolutely, Chanel. Yeah, that, Absolutely. that's good. That's good. That's good. Yep. That's so good. Yeah. And, you know, with these, even in friendships, the, the cop out, you know, there's always one friend who's not afraid to be transparent to one who's a little bit on the, oh, well, we think, even in siblingry, you know, with siblings, oh, well, me and mommy thought, no, just go ahead and just say the truth and speak it. Don't be under this blanket of we and all of that because you make that person feel bad. You make them feel worse when you just don't have the heart to heart. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, me and mommy was talking. I don't want to hear about you and mommy talking. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. I want you to be just come to me as your brother, as your sister. Listen, I, I you know, this was pressing on my heart and I just got to talk to you about this. Even if mom did say something about it, you know, even if you had a conversation with your other family members about your other sibling, that's not the time to talk about we. Yeah. Because then you put it, they feel attacked. And they, they feel, feel, yeah. Yeah, that's not the time for that. It's yep. not. And it's not, a, it's not a balance when you couple two people against one. Yep. It's always going to be attacked. Exactly, exactly. So you see how that, these are the things of the we when it can turn negative. Yep. You know? Yep. These are the elements. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen it day in and day out. Um, I, you know, where this is going under, under play, you know, people, a lot of people have a very passive nature um, in which they just can't own up to stuff. So they hide behind a we. We thought you just weren't ready for that promotion. We thought you just weren't ready for the job. Well, give, give me the examples. Tell me what, how I, I'm not meeting uh, the mark for this. Can you, can you provide it? Well, I talked to so-and-so. What? Yep. And it's always that. It's always under, under, under we. Yep. 
So no one's actually getting developed. There's there's no clear answers because it's blanketed under the we. Okay, it's well, tell me who said it so I can go get the, the concrete feedback from that person so that I can do better the next time, you know, this comes around. Mm. They can never give it to you because they don't sit down with anybody. Mm. It's just a cover-up because they had somebody else in mind. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. That's good. That is so good. So, Chanel, what do you think is, um, what else do you think we could, like, if we could put this in five and five um, steps? So, you would say, I think the first one was um, just knowing the roles and identifying the roles that each person plays on the team, right? Oh, no, not, yeah. Identifying the roles that each person plays on the team, yes. But, identify your boundaries within that role. Mm. So if you're not comfortable doing this and this role and this, then yeah, something might need to be altered, but I'm glad you vocal about it. So if I'm, I'm at this job and I'm like, look, the only thing I cannot do is, you know, I can't work your Sundays. I cannot work your Sundays. (laughs) You know what I mean? If that's not something that they can work with and you're very stern on that, then they're either going to kowtow to it or you just have to find something else. But at least you're vocal and honest about that. We put ourselves in these stressful environments without speaking up. Yep. You got to speak up. And if you fall for it, then that's on you. You can't fall for that. Yep. Yeah, because now you introducing stress where you could have just had the option to be like, okay, this is what I can do. I I, I will work an additional, you know, on, on, on Saturday I work an extra two hours Saturday and Friday to compensate for the Sunday because I can't give you my Sunday. I can't give you that. And you start on that, and they know your work ethic and things like that. They can't do nothing but honor. And respect that you even put that on the table. And it's up to them if they're going to choose to deal with it or not. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you got to set the boundary. You have to set what you're not comfortable doing. Yep. Yep. Period. And then that comes from even, um, even laying it out too, because they'll have you take on these advantageous projects and shit. Yep. You know, that's taking up all your time. Yep. Maybe even going in the room and saying, okay, well, if I'm doing this, I want to have the receipt that when I case this, when this needs to be brought to the larger team, that I'm presenting it. Because yep. this is the baby that I produce for you. Yep. You know, this is the one that I have for you. I should be able to speak to this because yep. I created it. Yep. Not you. You're not going to take not something you. that I labored yep. over. Yeah. I yep. labored over night and day and day and then effortlessly. And I done had to charge and I've been sweating over this. And now you taking it and getting the gold. That's another comment. That's got to be set out too. Like the end result of this. Of course, I'll do the work. You're giving it to me as my superior. But I know I bring me to the forefront. And I think those conversations do come about being um, 
it's it's hard to have them, right? It's it's hard to have them. It comes a part of being, um, you know, groomed in the workplace because you want to have responsible conversations, but they're honest conversations at the same time. And if anybody gets offended by it, then you need to check yourself. Yep. <laughs> That's coming from. Yep. You have to check yourself and find out where it's coming from. Yep. So that's another thing, too. And with the family dynamic, of course, when it comes to these relationships, we already identify that, no, the me has to be secured and only for that person to show up to be a better uh, we. OK, they can't yeah. do give anything to any kind of partnership unless they have that fulfillment for we. Yeah. So you can't even have a we without it. Yep. So I don't even th think it take five steps. I really don't. It don't I even think, take. Yeah. I mm -hmm. think you need to identify the role, identify you know what's what's happening, what what kind of scene this is, or what what have you. And then of course you need to set your boundaries. And number three, if anything goes opposite of what you already set in motion, then you need to revisit it and and see what needs to be done. Find a solution. If you can't find a solution. Then you already know what's what's next. Yep, cut the ties. Cut the ties with it. Yep, absolutely. If they don't have no solution, and they keep doing it repeatedly, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So doing it absolutely, and, and and that's it, and that's it. So that's how you keep you visible amongst the we. That's how you keep yourself visible. Yep, yep. Absolutely. By staying vocal. That's that's it. That's it. Agree, Chanel. Absolutely yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And having the confidence to do so. Like, I mean, yes. we, 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 we in an environment where I think it's this whole thing about a, a, a boss or a superior, you just saying yes, no, yes and no, uh, okay, all right, and, and keep going. It's this one-way dialogue. Mm -hmm. But just because you, you bring up doesn't make you in a bad employee. It doesn't make you um, aggressive. You know, that's the first thing that you, women of color get um, is that, you know, she, she's got this problem now because she's asking for the why. She's asking, you know, more questions. Just because you ask questions don't make you bad and a bad employee. It's the presentation, right? It's the presentation. So um, we need to start having those conversations as well. We're not living in an olden time where you're just saying yes and yes to all this stuff that anybody just brings your way. No, you should be able to have a um, mutually beneficial relationship with your superior. Yeah, I'm providing for you, but what you doing for me? I want to hear that in the job interview. I'm tired of just telling you what I'm going to bring to your company. What is your company? Because you want to hire me for, for a reason, but how are you going to compensate me? How are you going to train me? How are you going to develop me? What am I getting out this deal? Absolutely. So, yes, mutually beneficial. All right. It's got to, you got to have that. Absolutely. That's it. That's yeah. it. Agreed. I think that's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> that's a wrap. Yeah. All right. So y'all got the ingredients, okay? Feeling mm -hmm. about yeah. just being vocal. Be empowered about taking a stand for yourself, for your career, okay? Because nobody is going to represent you when you go into that room to take the next job better than Let me, let me, let me.
with you. A lot of these employees, it's good to have somebody that you can uh, reference, like your references, but nothing speaks louder than you saying, here are my receipts. Start keeping a catalog that you do and what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so that you can, you can represent yourself, you know, the way you should. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, oh, that's it. All. all right, guys. Until next time. That's now tell on, on everything. This concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, now tell on, on everything. everything.